<laughs> oh, you cutting me out in post? This I said, I, have I said, here, maybe, so. yeah. <laughs> maybe. Oh, okay. Now it's more tempting. She's my safeguard. You have to keep <laughs> Damn her it. in. That's right. Um, Sorry. Welcome to issue number 166 of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Tonight we're talking about Rockstar's game's latest hit and newest entry into the Red Dead franchise, Red Dead Redemption (laughs) 2. Hey, This is what happens when I play Red Dead Redemption for long periods of time. I just can't stop talking like this. I apologize. You sound normal. (laughs) That's how you usually Thanks. talk. A bit unraveled. 100% unraveled. This is my normal voice. <laughs> this is how I always talk. This is how I always talk. Like, Quinn, are you doing it again? Voice, you, you're imitating the god man. Are you mocking me? He just did are it again. Me? <laughs> no, uh, you're talking not. To, we're talking oppressions, trained robberies, and more horse riding than you could shake a crying Sasquatch at. Yeah. But before we square ah. off... Yeah, uh, there. Uh, but before we square off at high noon... Let's see who's joining us this week. Dave the Beard of Menace. Ah, I'll look into it. The Bad Goody himself, Sergio. Welcome, everybody, to the best damn podcast in the world. Thank you to everybody who's listening on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you can download a podcast, listen to on your way to work, when you're going to the gym, whatever you're doing, scuba diving under the sea, rip uh, SpongeBob creator. Uh, Aww. thank you everyone who's been Aww. listening Aww, too soon. <laughs> up in the clouds down here on earth, uh, any which way you can be appreciated. Everyone tuning into booster Greg streams at twitch.tv slash booster Greg, watching his fun content and all that good stuff. Oh, it's so great. It's so good. Ah, love it. Uh, and everyone tuning into uh, back at your funky random streams and everything in between. We do this for fun and we do it for you. Cheese Mac. Hey, mister. And joining us this week, returning guest, friend to you and me, photographer extraordinaire of the stars, Emily Gardner of Emily Gardner Art. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Tell the wonderful people where they can find your work and everything you do. Um, So most of my stuff's on Instagram. So it's Emily Gardner X with the little at in front of it for Instagram. Um, I do music photography and portrait photography and fashion photography, anything that I can do. Um, But I like games and these guys sometimes 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 only yeah. some sometimes <laughs> i would say probably once every seven to ten months yeah. is when she likes us yeah this is the right. one time so i'll yep. see you guys in <laughs> ten months hey nice uh, and i'm your host for the evening booster greg now that we've gotten all that business out of the way gentlemen ladies lady no ladies dave's here what happened hey ha, 2018 ha. 2018. Uh, what happened this week? <laughs> According to uh, Polygon, there's going to be a new Blade Runner anime series called Blade Runner Black Lotus. It's going to be inspired by the Blade Runner 2049 movie, um, that whole uh, universe uh, starring Ryan Gosling. I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, mm. The Black Lotus is going to feature 14 30-minute episodes that will air on Adult Swim, and also you can catch it on Crunchyroll. 
And because it's going to be a country world, you can catch it pretty much anywhere you watch anime because <laughs> it's going to get ripped. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the, the, the series is going to be done by uh, the creative minds behind Appleseed and Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And also um, the minds behind, uh, well, the director, uh, Shinshiro Watanabe, the director of shows like Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo. I was just like, ooh, Whoa. yeah, right? Uh-huh. Right? Like, that sounds like fun. I mean, you got yeah. the director of Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo and the, the producers of Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex and Appleseed. I mean, I think I think it could be pretty good. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so I'm we excited. get 14 episodes, uh, 30 minutes each. It'll be coming out soon. Uh, no set time yet, but I think it's interesting. I didn't know they were looking at Blade Runner to be an anime. I mean, that world is ripe for an anime, too. You have all the crazy, yeah, highly stylized uh, like landscapes, vehicles, people, the technology. I mean, the, I think the best part of that movie with uh, Ryan Gosling was the relationship between him and his, and his AI uh, companion. It was just like the most like compelling acting you've ever seen of somebody who was uh, kind of fawning over a machine. But, you know, what is man? What is machine? As they were uh, exploring in, in Ghost in a Shell, which one of the producers is coming from that. So I think that's, that's going to lend really well to the themes of uh, this show. But yeah. yeah, what do you guys think of uh, Blade Runner anime? It's almost like other anime were you know themed after this movie this franchise yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah it's 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 actually really cool that they're taking this and turning it into an anime um i don't know it just it excites me it could probably pull me away from this tv show that Damn i watch it. all the time it's called full metal alchemist you, you said uh, early earliest time right you, guys you got it in it quick Oh, I had to. I've been away for a while. Jeez. <laughs> so again, I guys think it'll be canceled for the first season. No, come on, because Netflix. You know, I was I was hesitant until you like mentioned like all those like big hitters that are working on it. It's like, oh, this might not be that bad. It might really not be that bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, those were all like properties that we really enjoyed, and and those guys they done some really good work because I really enjoyed those mm-hmm. properties. So I think with them at the helm, it it might be really good. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, look what happened to Castlevania. I mean, we really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, so not everything. And like adult, and, mm-hmm. and adult swim behind it. I kind of trust them for most things anime. They introduced like half, half the like the nerdy population to anime in some <laughs> way, shape, or form. So, yeah, yeah, they, I, oh, I yeah. can, I think it'll be okay. Yeah, but definitely. they didn't make that anime. They just like brought it to the masses. So I just hope there's not any Jared Leto in it. I'm just gonna sing. Oh God, <laughs> that seems to be Jared Leto. Now he's, that you said it, he's gonna Jared be in Leto. it. Yeah. No, I said that. It's gonna be like Nutty Professor, but he listens. Jared Leto. I know he does. Oh God, he's he's everything. <laughs> you know that. Jared Leto plays. Jared Leto also plays, starring Jared Leto. Also by Jared Leto. It's like God damn it, get out, get out of here, Jared Leto. So bad. Oh man, terrible. It's gonna be <laughs> But uh, yeah, another thing that's happening, uh, Anthem is coming into its closed alpha coming December 8th and the 9th. This is the quote-unquote Destiny Killer. Destiny Killer. I'm excited for this game. Mm. So pretty much got to go to the oh. EA website, sign up, and they're going to do hmm. it. They're going to do a pretty, pretty tight closed alpha. So there's going to be a lot of testing going on, so the game may not be available during certain hours of that test. Um, go ahead and sign up if you want to try to get in. But uh, as as far as we know in gaming history, when a closed alpha happens, a beta is not too far off. So I'm looking forward to that more than anything else. I mean, I really want to sink my teeth into this game because yeah, d- right. Destiny, for what it was, was fun. It was the hangout. 
You know, yeah. even when the content was all done and dried up, everyone still kind of, you know, met up in the tower and, you know, like jumped off and went into different parts of uh, that universe. And Anthem looks like it, it's really trying to give us uh, like a lived in world. So something akin to Destiny, but offering mm-hmm. us like a more action packed, like better experience. And, and I love mechs, dude. So I can't yeah. wait to hop mm-hmm. into those like different kinds of mechs and, and see what we can do. Especially that the mechs don't have like your typical RPG archetype. Like, oh, you get in this mech and you be the tank. You get in this one, you be the nuclear. No, you, you guys can pretty much do like a bunch of like different things and just wreak havoc on whatever you're doing. So I'm excited that the closed alpha is coming out. And and as we know, like a beta might not be too far off. So I'm really looking forward to that when everyone can just get down and play this game. So I, I want to play this game ready. Give it to me. Right. Now, is this like PC only? Is it coming to console as well? <laughs> uh, I want to say PC. There's no details on which. I think right now, um, well, what they usually do, they usually do PC. I mean, definitely their alpha was console. So, not sure. Yeah, that's why I asked. I remember we did the alpha for that. So, it's like, yeah. Yeah. what's this going to? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think, no, the, I, ga- I think the game think itself details. will be all platforms, pretty much. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Do you think it's going to be that right away? Or do you think they're going to do something similar to like releasing on console first and then... Mm. Um, that's you know PC afterward like what Destiny did and they tricked most of us into buying it twice. I'm not sure. It, it depends on if they have um, if they have like exclusive if like Sony or if Microsoft bought exclusive rights. You know, like one or the other. If Sony really got down on it, then then it'll come there first. You know, if yeah. they were smart, they'd be like, hey, hey, here's a bunch yeah. of money. Put it on yeah. our platform first. Come on, let's go. I mean, they, they, I could also see their hesitation, though, too, because they threw a lot of money at Destiny too for a lot of this like extra stuff, and like yeah. it, it was you know, fairly well received when it came out and people, a lot of people bought it, but it fell off real quick. I feel. Oh like. yeah. Oh my it God. It fell off don't faster you. than the first one. So it may, they might be a little hesitant. I don't know. And now you yeah. can get it quote unquote free. Well, I, I, th- I think that stopped. Now. Well, you could have gotten it free. And I yeah. hope that a member of this podcast who shall re- rename nameless <laughs> fucking redeemed it when I asked him to 15 times. Dude, I was asking friends to like, like, hey, like here, download it, get it, and yes, they're like, get it. But, but, yeah. like, but why? But, but mm, why? like, tell me, like, explain to me, mm, sell it to me, and I'm just like, fuck you, download it. <laughs> like that's that's how. Like Did I literally have friends it? who just like mm, coax me into it. I'm like, it's free. It's, it's free, free right just now. Do it. I don't uh, understand. Did he download it? Tune in next week to find it out. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we got according to Collider, the Blue Beetle movie is going to be in the works. That's the uh, DC and Warner Brothers are de- uh, developing the first Latino-led Blue Beetle movie. And uh, yeah. I, I really liked the, the Blue Beetle character in, uh, in, in Young Justice. And I, yeah, I, th- I, mean, I, th- I thought it was really cool. I mean, he has, uh, oh, yeah. like, well, what is his power? Is, um, he has his ancient alien technology. Well, so the whole thing with Blue Beetle, um, brief history lesson for everyone listening at home. Uh, the first Blue Beetle was kind of like an Indiana Jones type. I uh, can't remember his name mm. off the top of my head right now. But he essentially found it in, I think it was like an Egyptian tomb. And it attached to him and he can get like this suit mm-hmm. out of it almost by magic. The second Blue Beetle was Ted Cord, who could not figure out how to use the Beetle for the life of him. Uh, <laughs> so he just kind of, he was really smart anyways. Think of like... A doofier Bruce Wayne, essentially. Like he's wow. kind of like a normal guy, but he's like he's super intelligent. Like he builds all of his stuff, all of that kind of things. He like used it as his moniker, but could never actually use a scarab. Uh, then after he died, Jaime Reyes kind of came in contact with him and it fully attached to him. So the first Blue Beetle never got the full utilization out of it, but Jaime is the first um human to actually use the scarab for all of its intensive purposes, which is really cool. 
and, and, and it, and I love that in the in the animated version, like the the like when when he when he first got it, he was just like and yeah. like and it attached to him, like attached to his back, and he was like, "Huh, who's talking?" And it's just like, uh, it's just like, like we need to get out of here. And he's like, "What? What is that?" And it's kind of like a whole like like Venom, uh, kind like, of like, yeah. like upgraded kind of thing. Like, yeah. and, but it comes like a suit of armor on him, and like he it, it can like manifest weapons well, and stuff, and it, it there's, there's all this like crazy much- stuff. It doesn't have as much control as like Venom did or anything like that. Like he just kind of it's more like a voice in his head that kind of tells him like what to do and where there's danger. But it doesn't really protect him that well. Like Venom, like some dude shot him from behind and something happened. Like that doesn't really happen to Blue Beetle. It's essentially the Scarab talks to him and the Scarab, even though he was found in an Egyptian tomb, is actually from space, which is Uh really cool. So that's cool. Well, that's where the Egyptians are yeah, from, anyway. Hundred percent. Not saying they're Stargates. Yeah. Great. But they're definitely <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this. Like you know, like uh, like uh, you know, all all the, the little children of the world are getting like their like superheroes up on screen. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think Disney did a really good job with Coco, and uh, the, the the representation of the Hispanic community was really Absolutely. well represented. In that I mean, that movie was fun. And mm-hmm. it was it was a bit of a tearjerker. If you ever seen uh, Coco, it's 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 gonna give you uh, the feels. Oh, I, yeah. I, I want to watch it, but I don't at the same time. Oh, I'm you a would cry, cry anyway, and that's in a fucking dude. Shoot. Absolutely <laughs> cry. It, it gives you the feels like that song. Remember me whenever it comes on. I'm like, oh, remember me. Remember me. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, God. dude. Oh, and uh, they wanted the, such a good story. Dude, it, it's such a great story, and uh, and it was beautiful the, the way they did it too. Especially when they had like uh, like all the different animals and things, like all the like the the the, the parades and the parties and. Like the whole um, the, the the Day of the Dead theme, I thought it was really really well made. Mm-hmm. So so now you have more even more representation, like more little kids growing up in this world are going to see mm-hmm. themselves up on screen, and now we're going to have it with uh, Blue Beetle. I wonder who they're going to get for 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 Jaime Reyes. I mean, I mean maybe they're going to like you know the kid from Coco. Shows. Next question, <laughs> the kid from Coco. <laughs> 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 now that kid in real life doesn't look like a superhero. I don't know. For for me, this is seems like another instance of DC trying to shoot ahead faster than they should. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they didn't really like, I want Jaime to have his own movie, but I think it's like five, 10 years down the line. Yeah. You, ha- you have all this other history. So like you can shoot, you could easily just shoehorn in the first one. It's like, yeah, yeah, that was the thing. Don't worry about it. But uh, Ted Cord had such a large part of the DC universe that it's kind of, they always, rush past him now and i think most of it's because jeff johns who's now like one of the heads of dc created jaime so it's like oh he's like i made this thing it's great it's wonderful don't forget the forget everything else that happened before him and because it's dc i'm still gonna keep my guard up and hope yeah it's not that's, that's the thing too like i love oh man he, did they used to tap into the, the the animated uh screenwriters like like call them they're down the street i know they're down the street call them no, because you know that Zack Snyder's like sitting somewhere, like <laughs> you're not getting a good one. <laughs> oh, this announcement happens, and he just he turns around in a chair somewhere. Yes, <laughs> going to touch this one. It's like no. Nope. He's got a voodoo doll with Blue Beetle, just like poking a needle. <laughs> God, he's like the Michael Bay of DC. It's so oh, terrible. God. In other news, Daredevil season four has officially got canned. Boom. God. Yeah. So if Jesus, it got blindsided. <laughs> Get it? Ah. Uh, Oh, Are you holding that out. in this entire time? <laughs> <laughs> no, just came to me. That's true. God. Um, for those of you who are who are wondering, including myself, or uh, theorizing that maybe it was going to be a Heroes for Hire movie, which is why they canceled Iron Fist and Luke Cage. No, it's just Disney cleaning house over at Netflix. Apparently, 
getting ready for <laughs> Disney Plus, which is officially the name of the Disney streaming service. It's so corporate. They're just like, what do we need? I don't so know. Corporate. Plus, dude, people are going to buy it anyway. Okay, well, next thing. <laughs> I, can, I can just visualize like the, the conference room where it's like, well, we don't just have Disney. We have Star Wars and we have, we have Marvel. Would you say we have plus other things? And then it's just like, <laughs> my God, Bob, <laughs> give this man a promotion. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> so what they're probably going to end up doing is Punisher will air get canceled and then they'll do the same thing Jessica Jones I would assume at this point I I can't imagine Punisher on Disney Plus I, I understand it's gonna be like a like a bigger longer yeah. ser- probably has like more like variety of service but Punisher the first season was violent as hell I mean not, not saying none of these are well but they, they all are like they deal with- Pun- but Punisher was real violent dude like towards the end of the Punisher where he's just like just going sick house and everyone and just destroying those fools who came to come get him yeah. like that on Disney yeah. what yep yeah just, the, the, the best way to describe Punisher to anyone who's new to it is like just the the prison scene alone when he's dude. in that, that that alone is beyond violent so it just I don't know I feel like it's gonna have something it's gonna show up on Netflix and we're not gonna see it again yeah or if it's on Disney Plus it'll be very toned down didn't he like Baba Yaga someone in prison and can kill someone with a pencil? I, I he killed a lot of people in horrible ways. So kill him with a fucking pencil. <laughs> There's only one Baba Yaga and it's not John Bernthal. Anyways, Netflix orders Cowboy Bebop live action series. It's going to be a ten episode run. Uh, no other details have been announced other than this. So what do you get? I'm Spike Spiegel. Who, who? I don't even can't even think who would play Spike. I, I yeah, mean, think it, like I heard this news a couple. Keanu days Reeves <laughs> on Instagram. Somebody <laughs> photoshopped Annie Samberg as Spike. Oh my god! And die. Terry Crews as Jet. Yeah, they pretty much like photoshopped the cast of Brooklyn Nine Nine as the cast of Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> and I was like, hmm, not too, not too bad about that. Mm. I wouldn't mind Terry Crews' jet. Yeah, I don't like Andy Samberg. I hate Andy Samberg. I don't. I don't hate Andy Samberg. It's just Spike, and who is it? Who voiced him? Can't remember his name right now. Stephen Blum. Uh, Steve Blum. Yeah. yeah, Steve Blum. His voice is just so like perfect for that character. He, he's just so, so damn cool. It's like who could you yeah. get in a live action version to even like you know? I don't even know. What does Steve Blum look like? Just get him. No, no he he's no short. he doesn't. Yeah, he's short and fifty something. What's wrong with being short? Everything. Wow. Everything. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, oh, yeah. Everyone Whoa. on the internet is absolutely Yikes. worried about this because adaptations to our beloved yeah. anime never goes over well. Definitely. So while, while Netflix was very happy to Full announce this, like, hey, guys, let's an-, like I love their tweet. Dragon like, Revolution. And they have like a bunch of different like Netflix like uh, official accounts. Like, hey, guys, I guess it's time to announce this thing. And the internet's just like, shut up, nerd. No. Shut up, nerd. Give me your money. No, shut up. <laughs> and oh, Netflix's oh, like, wait, oh. what? I thought you guys would be happy. And people were like, no. You, you, everything you touch like has to do with anime is bad. Death Note. Oh, God. So terrible. Full Malaka. I was going to say Death Note. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was hyped up so much, and then it, it came so out, bad. and you never that, heard about it after that. You're right. <laughs> that, that Death Note was absolutely hyped up, and they were like, get ready, guys. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, who is who is on the team of Netflix? Like, guys, it's going to be great. Wow. And I remember like, be, like leading up to it, they're like, oh, guys, we did a lot of hard work on this. Mahana, great. Everyone's having a lot of fun. Whoa, we can't wait to start to see you guys. Here it is. And people were like, what the hell is this? And Netflix is just like, wait, you guys don't like this? But we worked really hard on it. <laughs> we hard to bring this piece of shit all of our money went to Willem Dafoe <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's like a cat who brought you back like a like a dead rat. It's like, oh, but don't you like this? I put it on your pillow. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah, oh, thank so nice. Oh, you you worked all day on it. Oh. <laughs> don't you guys have phones? It's okay. cute. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's so funny how uh, <laughs> the reception online. Everyone's like so worried, and Netflix is like, "Come on, guy, it's gotta be great." I'm telling you, <laughs> it's gonna be great. I'm so worried because I fucking love Cowboy Bebop, and I can't see. Mm. It. I want. I wanted it as live action like a long time ago, but not with Netflix doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I hope I hope they don't tank it. Oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> Got him, <laughs> Chewbacca. Uh, Netflix might be doing something right next spring. Uh, they are going to be uh, debuting for the first time on their streaming service, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is something hey. I've I've not watched actually so i'm really excited oh wait like you've never seen it i was actually afraid to bring that up yeah <laughs> whoa really, wait really we have, whoa we we have sort of never seen <laughs> my eyes just open <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually turn into like a nerd killing robot <laughs> <laughs> destroy <laughs> destroy the fake nerds <laughs> oh man evangelion i remember like uh being in high school yeah, yeah i want to say that Be- being yeah. introduced to it i mean it was it was older than that but i first watched it in high school and i was just yeah. like what is this the animation was slick the characters yeah. were dope the evas themselves were sick i mean oh my god i remember I remember watching a scene like a buddy of mine loved anime he's like dude you gotta watch this clip and it was just of uh i forget the name like the purple one just like going is all your crazy buddy matthew mcconaughey you gotta watch this fucking clip. <laughs> you got, you got clip dude <laughs> yes you do yes you do I remember it was uh, the purple of Evangelion, like uh, opening up its mouth, which it wasn't supposed to, and it started like getting all like alien-like, and it started like rampaging a city. And I was like, "Yo, this animation is sick!" Yeah. Like it was so fluid, and I and they had to go fight it. And I was like, "What is this?" And he was just like, "It's Neon Genesis Evangelion, bro. You gotta watch this." But yeah, I can't believe like the they're they're bringing it to Netflix. It it, it seems so odd too. Like I mean, of all of all the legendary animes, they're bringing that one. I mean, what's what's the play here? Are they going to be doing that to? The others are they gonna bring Akita? Is this is, is this is this Maybe. the is this a harbinger for like a new Evangelion movie that I think they've been talking about for a while now? Because the last one was okay. They've been they've been acquiring more and more anime as of late. And if you actually go through their original content too, they have a lot more original anime than mm. like even just last year. I've been noticing because um, at first when you think of like or at least when I think of uh, specific to Netflix is like Seven Deadly Sins, for example. And then I was yeah. I was going through it and I was like, oh shit, there's a lot of titles on here all of a sudden. Like, where did this come from? And even with like Castlevania too, that's them to dipping their toes in. So I think this is kind of being like, we spend the money on something that's legendary and classic. Does this bring more people in? Will they forgive us for Death Note? I don't know. These are just thoughts that might be going through their head. You know, I forgot about Death Note until you guys brought Death it Note, up. Death so. <laughs> it, 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 they did That's it. They did it such <laughs> such a disservice because it's such a it, like they completely missed the mark about about why people like Death Note and why it's such a good damn anime. It's one of the most clever, most cleverly written like mangas, animes that like I've ever seen. It's so damn smart, and they turn it into like this weird like actiony like teenage final movie. destination but yeah final destination yeah. thing it was sort of like like in, in the first like like five minutes of uh of, of light yagami liking a girl like he told her everything about the death note he picked up i'm like what no he wouldn't do that. <laughs> he wouldn't do that 
He's smarter yeah, than that. Yeah, there's so many things he wouldn't do because he's smart. And then they had like a chase scene between L and Light. I was like, what? They wouldn't chase each other. Like, it's so dumb. It's so Western made. Oh, and that running. Yeah, they're there. They're like running then. after each other because like it's oh, such a Western thing. Like, we need a big action sequence. How about they run after these, these two really, really highly intelligent human beings are going to run. <laughs> and it's so dumb. Oh my god. Also, Rutu in chat, you can go somewhere with talking about Evangelion is overrated. I will ban you right now. Get Claymore. <laughs> Claymore was okay. Claymore was good. Claymore over Evangelion, Rutu, I'm going to ban you right now. A, hundred and, a thousand years dungeon. A thousand years dungeon. Claymore over Evangelion. <laughs> what are you? What are you, sir? All right. Who are you? So, moving right along. Um, Sony announces more Spider-Verse films ahead of the actual release of the Spider-Verse, enter into the Spider-Verse movie. Um, there, some critics did get some early access, and there have been some pretty decent reviews around it. Uh, one of these movies is going to be an all-female cast, so all Spider-Girl, Spider-Gwen, yeah. Spider-Women, all that, which Sweet. is interesting if you partner that information with the fact that Sony has been wanting to do an all-female superhero movie and that's why we got the Ghostbusters, Lady Ghostbusters movie. Yep. So it's interesting. very interesting that this is kind of, and I hope huh. it comes out and I hope it's really good. Um, but I don't know, Lady Ghostbusters is still in my mind too. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, Emily, what do you think? I mean, I'd like to see an all-female cast for a superhero movie, but if they're going to do it Ghostbusters style, then, then count no, me thank out. you. Because <laughs> that did not interest me in the least yeah. bit. Um, I want I wanted to be a little bit more serious, I think, because like Ghostbusters is a comedic movie and they had like huge comedians in that. But I think that's only one part of what they could do. So, you know, actually having it like a superhero movie with action scenes and like, you know, not just cracking jokes and kind of, you know, show actually how badass, you know, a woman superhero could be, then I'm down for that. Yes. But if it's just going to be like another comedy throwaway, then. Yeah. We we deserve better than that. I agree. <laughs> more uh-huh. more kill Bill, less Lady Ghostbusters. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So basically, just Uma Thurman yeah. always. Uma Thurman <laughs> plays everyone. Uma Thurman. I would. I'd, I'd, I'd be down for that. Ladies. I'd pay to see did that. They say it was gonna be, did they say these were going to be animated or getting live action? It's, it's going to be animated. I, um, I didn't see anything stipulated one way or the other, but one would be led to believe that it's going to be animated. That would be the surefire way to differentiate itself from the MCU. Yeah, and Correct, it's and yeah. it's it's the uh, the uh, Spider Verse uh, film. So we have yeah. like the Into the Spider Verse, and like this is a, a part of that. So this is basically right. like uh, like a sequel to it or something like that. But spin it's going to be all female. Yeah, so yeah. spin off. Yeah, yeah. Where it's going to be all female, which is smart. I mean, like that's that's making money. I mean, it's yeah. making a lot of money in in this day and age, and they're very smart to do it. I mean, hell, that's why DC is pushing for their their Birds of Prey movie with that ridiculous title. Did you that title? It was like Birds of Prey and the Fantastic Wonderful Harley Quinn. It was like some weird, crazy, long oh, drawn wow. title that that Margot Robbie like put out. People were like, "Is that real?" Apparently, <laughs> <I hope laughs> it was. It was. It was. I don't know. It Does run- it mean I'm gonna have to see people dress up as her yes. more on Instagram? Because yes. I'm. Yeah. I don't want it yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's so overplayed. I don't I, subscribe. I, I, I don't mind them dressing up as her, but the thing that I do mind is them not acting like her. Okay, because like yeah. they're going into going yeah. into Comic Con and you see like a thousand Harley Quinns, but none of them are really like there are a few that really do a good job, and and not only are they like hot as shit, but like they act like her too. Like this one girl um, was was with her husband who is who is Joker, and uh, we were talking to him for for a little bit, uh, the, the Joker guy, and then and then she came over. We were talking to them for a little bit. Anyway, he went off somewhere. 
she kept talking to us. And then uh, I saw where he went, and she she turns around. She goes, oh, do you know where Mr. J went? I'm like, he went that way. She goes, okay. And, like, no one's watching her, and she's just, like, skipping away, like, Harley and stuff. <laughs> she's, like, doing her own thing. I was like, yes, that's how you do it. You stay in character. And then she killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then she did a backflip and shot someone in the dick. <laughs> but it's great, yeah. And, and there's, uh, there's, yeah, <laughs> my future girlfriend. Sorry, Puddin'. Again. But, yeah, there are a couple of uh, different girls who are just, like, they stay in character the whole time as Harley Quinn, and they try to do the, um, the, the Tara Strong voice, and it's great. So if you're out there, just like, you know, if you're dressing up like her, it's great. And I'll be like, hey, that's a great Harley Quinn. Oh, gee, thanks. Whoa, what's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, pal. Try to turn to the voice. Get, it, get into character. <laughs> and not only that, but like, please do not dress your kids like Joker and Harley Quinn. You yeah. have no idea <laughs> what you're saying when you do that. Like, do not do that. That always weirds me <laughs> out when some parents yeah. are like, this is what they wanted to do. I'm just like, do you understand who these characters are? <laughs> That's really weird. Or, or like, or like, 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 uh, like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a daughter, um, father, Harley Quinn, Joker thing. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what are you? <laughs> what, why little, is this? Yeah. Is it a Oedipal complex? Or is that yeah. Electric? It's electric complex. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, what are you doing? The guy's like, oh, she wanted to do it. So here we are. I'm like, but you're Joker and she's Harley Quinn, dude. But you're the adult. Yeah. So yeah. No. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, yeah, I've talked to parents who are like, that's what she wanted to do. Like, I've seen like toddlers dressed as Harley Quinn. It's so bad. Like, why are you yeah. dressing your kid up as Harley? What's wrong with you? Why does your kid dress your toddler Harley up Quinn? as a bumblebee and get on with yeah, it? Exactly. <laughs> like, it's cute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dress your kid up like a bumblebee. <laughs> no, just yeah. Your... Why is your Why is your kid no Harley Quinn? Why is your kid like watch? Why are you watching that movie with your kid? And she's like, Oh, I want to be her, the girl who just bent over to to, like, to, to pick up a a purse out of a a store a department store window that she just busted open. I want to be that. And the dad, she's like, Yep, sure, honey, we'll make it happen. What? <laughs> Bad parenting. Stop doing that. Hmm. <laughs> Um, Dave, you have some stuff, right? I do. Yeah. So, on Monday, November 26th, at exactly 11.52 a.m. Pacific time, um, we made history again. We landed another probe on Mars, the InSight probe. We did it. Um, the, well, the, what makes it so historical and amazing is that only 40% of our probes that we send actually make it to the surface successfully. Oh, shit. So that means 60% are either A, floating in space around, around, uh, around the atmosphere, or they just crash land onto the planet. So the <laughs> fact that we can land a hunk of chunk on a, 30, on a, on a, on a rock that's 33.9 million miles away safely and have it send back data is incredible in every sense of the word. Um, Atlanta, the it actually just landed in Arizona. Don't The world is flat. <laughs> Lizard people everywhere. What's um, what's what's really amazing is that when they made that announcement, the developers for, for, from Doom said good luck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the official Doom account said good luck. I was like, yes, that's wow. so damn good. Whoever's running that account <laughs> is amazing. Give them more money. But it's, like, it's pretty cool. What's going to do? It's basically going to land there in the uh, basically in this plain area on the equator, in the equator called Elysium Planetia, something like that. Elysium Planetia. Oh yeah, with Matt Damon. <laughs> the poop yeah. Basically, its whole purpose is to study the inside of the planet. It's one of the first probes to actually do so. And it's using two instruments. It's using a seismometer to basically measure earthquakes going through the crust of the planet. And also kind of like a thermometer that basically digs like, I think, 12 meters into the ground to measure like the heat sources and stuff like that. It's also using like a radio like um, experiment to measure the wobbling of the planet itself to basically measure the core. The reason why they're doing this is they want to see why Earth supports life and Mars doesn't, or even the moon doesn't, even though they're all formed in the same processes, 
we're the only planet so far in the solar system that sustains intelligent life. Hmm. So I yeah. think it's cool. I don't know what you guys think, but I mean, it's it's a, it's a monumental thing that we can actually do this, and it's a basically a bow to humankind that we can do things like this. It's a it's a good step forward too because they about like six years ago had the Mars Maven program, which was to explore why Mars's atmosphere was like suddenly just destroyed and uh, they're trying to figure out why exactly and how that could possibly pertain to the earth uh they have suspicion because they have a hint that there was water there at one point and that there is water there now um they're trying to figure out like okay like what happened here exactly was it blasted away by like some sort of solar flare or was it over you know burning from the from the atmosphere from you know ultraviolet rays or whatever but they knew that there was a atmosphere there before and they're trying to figure out why it's not there and how can we prevent it from one of the theories is that um because it's a smaller planet it cooled Mm -hmm. much quicker and much deeper than the earth did so it's actual because our our our, um ionosphere basically comes from like the our molten core so as long as Mm -hmm. the molten core we do have an atmosphere we do have that whole upper layer but because it cooled so quickly and the core probably cooled to a solid chunk of metal it lost its atmosphere, it lost everything that was blasted off huh. from like solar rays. That's one of the theories. Um, again, it's just a theory. Whether or not it's true, we won't know until the, the until Insight brings us uh, sends us back more data. Cool. Clearly, humans were there first, burned that up, and then we came here, and now we're burning the heat <laughs> this up. Yeah, That's maybe Earth is our Mars, yeah. and now we're just like, well, do we go back? <laughs> I mean, it is a solid theory. Sergio's right. That is a theory that's out there, and it's it's pretty solid and compelling sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of things that are not solid nor compelling, Dave, <laughs> what's your last piece of news? <laughs> and speaking of space, <laughs> um, yesterday we basically got more um, add-ons or more like additions to Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the game is not in the most popular light with a lot of gamers out there, me included. Um, reason why I bring it up is a lot of these new updates really make me want to play the game again. Um, that being, you get to play on Genosis as Galactic Assault, so you get to do the whole Genosian battle with the droids and everything else. You get like the AT the ATTE. Um, you get to play as Jedi Master Obi Wan. Now there was like some screenshots I saw. We totally lost Dave on the audio, but that's fine because he's only talking about Battlefront Two. <laughs> <laughs> I can completely cut that out, and it'll be it'll fine. be the same show. Everything. It'll be the same. Spe- if not, speaking of things we could probably cut out and post, Jason. <laughs> oh, you cutting me out in post? This I said I, have I said here, maybe, so. yeah. maybe. <laughs> oh, okay, now it's more tempting. She's my safeguard. You have to keep <laughs> Damn her it. in. That's right. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so, some people have found a way to connect a keyboard and mouse to their Android devices. What this means is that some people found a way to connect a keyboard and mouse to play Fortnite on their Android devices. <laughs> and this is making Fortnite mobile players so fucking angry. <laughs> because it is impossible to play on a, like a yeah. mobile device, in my opinion. Um, I've been playing keyboard and mouse. Not according to Blizzard, lol. Aww. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, don't you guys have phones? <laughs> don't you guys have phones? What, you don't have phone with your phones? Bro? No, we don't. Um, 
So yeah, it, it's driving people crazy. Some people were able to run around and get like this perfect accuracy because it is much better using a keyboard and mouse. And then you have that like you know five year old kid who's playing Fortnite on his like parents' phone. He's like, I don't know why, but I just started and I'm already dead. You know, so somebody's gonna be able to rack up like a fifty kill in a mm. in a solo game, and they're gonna be doing just fine and probably get banned um, for using you know. Using a hack. I'm so proud of people being able to find out how to <laughs> exploit and really ruin kids' days. So, All for the sake of Fortnite. Uh, moving right along, let's talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. And let's lead the oh, conversation yeah. with Emily, talking about her impressions going into the game. So I played the um, original Red Dead Redemption, not the Red Dead Revolver. So I started on the mm-hmm. second one with John Marston. Um, and I loved the game. I loved how it was open worlds. The map was amazing. The whole dead eye system was really built really well, in my opinion. Um, mm. And I'm a fan of Rockstar games. Um, so having the similarities to GTA obviously brought me in, too. Um, but I was really hyped for this one. I'd been waiting for so long and that trailer dropped and I was really, really happy. Um, but it was it was a lot to live up to. I think people are hyping that up. Like, if you don't make this better than GTA 5, if you don't make it better than the original, like... Um, but I think they actually did a really good job. It looks beautiful. It plays really smooth. There are some, you know, like regular, what I call classic Red Dead, where like your horse will spin around in like five different directions and then you will hit your horse, like stuff like that's going to happen. But um, I thought it was really well done and they packed that thing so full with stuff to do. Mm. Like, I don't know when I'm ever going to be done yeah. with it. And it's gotten to the point where I'm planning out like games that are coming out. And I'm thinking, well, am I going to be done with Red Dead at this point? Like, am I still going to be playing it? I don't know. Maybe I'll, like, I was going to want to switch. And now I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. I think I have another three years to spend getting, like, all of the different squirrels that I can kill in Red Dead. Oh, yeah. Um, those perfect pelts. And you can pet dogs, but you can't pet cats. So why would you want to pet a cat? Yeah, dogs rule. Why wouldn't yeah. you want to pet a cat? um but no i think it's amazing and just i i really like it um i don't know i don't really have that many negatives about it i guess one thing but it's kind of what you expect from a rockstar game is it takes forever to go through like the story mode is kind of drawn out for a lot of the scenes that they could cut probably cut it short like the character interactions are sometimes a little much but um you know, you can get into anything in that game. So that's why I think it's so fun. There's just so many different things that you can do all the time. Hmm. Uh, Serge, tell us about the yeah. story. It's, uh, it's, it's a really, really interesting game here. And especially that it's the second one of such an amazing first game. Technically the second one. Because no one played Red Dead Revolver. Come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No one after you played Red Dead Revolver. It's like, hmm, well, I played the original. <laughs> no, you didn't. You, you played you play, you play John Marston in Red Dead Redemption. And here we are in Red Dead Redemption 2 dropping us into a time where the time of the outlaw is coming to an end because civilization and industry is the new thing. All these towns, all these cities across America are developing and there's no room for rough and tough men who can't live within the law. We follow Arthur Mm -hmm. Morgan and his bloodstained boots as he follows his leader, Dutch Vanderlyn, 
and his gang of <laughs> married miscreants. So towards the beginning <laughs> of the game, there was a botched uh, heist that took place in Blackwater, a civilized, developed city, and they're on the run from Bankertons and Leviticus Cornwall. Throughout the game, you go through different heists as Dutch tries to lead his people into the promise of a better tomorrow. But he knows deep down inside that's not going to come, and he knows his time in the outlaw time is coming to an end. And that's all he and his gang know. All they knew is Robin and thieving and living that life. They don't know honest work. They don't mm -hmm. know what it is nope. to, well, to, to, to work these new mills and newfangled machines. Hell, they just got moving pictures in one of those towns out there. Who's like, what? what is that? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, we follow Arthur Morgan in this. Uh, he, he blindly follows Dutch around the Wild West as Dutch keeps promising the next job will be the last. The next job will be the last that we will have our better tomorrow, our better day. All the while, Arthur Morgan's saying, I don't know, Dutch. This seems like everything we do is the last thing. And we get more and more into danger and things escalate from there. But man, this world is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, you, you can tell when, when you buy a game if it's worth the price of admission. And having beaten and played this game, it is a $60 game. Yeah. All right. They absolutely. put a lot, oh, of, yeah. lot of love into mm -hmm. the environments, the, the, the animal mm -hmm. systems, the, uh, the, the shooting, the, the audio, uh, the sound engineering in this, too. Like, a bullet will ricochet in a cave, and, and, a bu and a bullet, uh, the bullet sound ricocheting in a cave will sound different than you shooting inside of a bank, shooting at a stagecoach, shooting in the forest shooting a tree hell if you getting shot at yeah getting shot at <laughs> hell like you have <laughs> weapons like a bow and arrow and you can make improved arrows and players have shown that you can shoot a, a, a regular arrow at a tree and look at stuck into it but an improved an improved arrow will go through a tree it's crazy they've developed so many systems this game to make it feel lived in to make it feel that you're in this old west and i love just traversing through all the cities and different towns in this world going up to the snow-capped mountains in into these these green open pastures to that weird mission where you go to a Caribbean island for whatever reason that was yeah. interesting. <laughs> okay, I think just wanted to show like I think just wanted to show like a different environment like you know enough of the dust and the greenery and the snow here is like tropical la 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 whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the 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 world feels lived in. Every town you go into feels like a certain town. Like when you go into Blackwater, that's Blackwater. Valentine's its own thing. When you have to go back to all these different uh, places, you can tell. Oh, okay, this is what this town feels like. These are these people and how they're living their lives, how they interact with you. I, th I think I think they did a really good job. And and to anyone looking to get this, I I tell everybody it's definitely sixty dollars like worth of this game. Right. They put a lot into this game oh my god it's a lot of this game the way i look at it is if you pay if you pay a dollar per hour that you've played it's definitely worth it you know what yeah. i mean in this yeah. game you can play for two three hundred hours and still be like partial way through it was a like lot you of games sit there yeah you can sit there pet dogs for hours you can hunt squirrels yeah. for hours you can just walk around and just talk back at people for hours which is my favorite thing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got a buddy who all he does is hunt, and and yeah. I find that like a, a lot of fun too. Just like uh, you know, um, the system of getting food and supplies for yep. for your gang. You know, you have to go out and hunt. You have to bring back supplies. Like I love that. Like going out, getting pelts, hunting the legendary animals, and and, and there's certain ways to. Uh, to, to kill them to get the best quality pelt, best quality meat, like not just using a shotgun and shooting every single animal you see. Some of them need <laughs> some of them need a certain rifle, like a varmint rifle. Some of them, if you shoot them with a bow, it's better. Like the buffalo, if you use like a, a, a basically a bolt action sniper, 
it's uh, it'll 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 net you the, the the best thing. So I love it. They went through all these different systems, and it was really a lot of fun. Just hunting alone is worth it. I mean, playing Oregon Trail as a kid and playing this now is insane. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. absolutely <laughs> insane. Well, I think that's one thing that people are actually kind of afraid of was the whole having to eat and having to drink and you, you know, know how alcohol is going to affect you and stuff like that mm. and. I just like I personally love those kinds of games because it makes me feel like it's more interactive. Yeah. Like I actually I was a huge fan of The Sims growing up. Like I always had that going. So that always kind of excites me in a new game. But I don't think they did it in such a heavy handed way that it's like it's going to cripple your game if your guy doesn't take a bath. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's not it's not, you know, you don't just die from being disgusting or not eating or anything like that. So I I think I under I understand why people were a little critical of it, but I don't think it turned out as bad as like they hyped it up to be that you know you have to be doing this every twenty four hours kind of deal. Yeah, it makes the game like better in a way. You make you care for the characters more, your right. main character more. You care for Arthur more if like I haven't eaten yet, but Arthur hasn't eaten in three days. I should take care of that. <laughs> or yeah, I fine. packed extra clothes for Arthur. Yeah, I would go into the mountains. Yeah. Or go into the swamps. I'm like, I need extra clothes in case I melt. Or I would always have, like, cooked provisions on me just in case. It makes you want to do, like, better. When the character's more realistic, you play a little bit better. I have well, same thing with the horse, too. Yeah. Like, you to take care of it. You can put different things on it. Like, you bond yeah. with it. And mm -hmm. so that way it makes you feel like you're more attached to it. Did anyone um, else name like, their horse after their pet? No. I did, yeah. I, did. I named mine Jack, and then I found out it was a girl because I didn't know you could check hey. the gender. <laughs> it was like a little too Jack early. Jack could be a girl name too. But... Yeah, yeah, Jacqueline. Same. You know, Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. <laughs> I just named all the horses Julian. <laughs> all of them the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really do love uh, that 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 system because at first people did have a problem like, oh, I have to make sure my character eats. What is this? But but yeah, like Dave said, it does make you feel for the character. Mm -hmm. It's just like if Arthur doesn't eat or do certain things to take care of himself, or Emily, like what you said with the horse, like you you'll suffer in the game if you don't take oh, care of your yeah. horse. Like mm -hmm. if the stamina runs out, if you don't brush it or feed it and stuff like that, and it makes the game feel more alive. And I loved packing different provisions and 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 different <laughs> outfits and stuff like that just in case you go into snow cat. Like I remember what when I found out that uh, like the white Arabian horse up in the Snowcat Mountains was one of the fastest horses, I was like, all right, I got to make sure I pack some cooked food. I got to make sure I pack uh, a snow outfit so, so so you don't lose health and you don't lose stamina and all that stuff when you go into cold weather because mm. that plays a part of it too. And I, and I love that. And I was like, all right, let's go get this thing. And the music kicks in. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, yes, I love that if too. You, like, pay, if you pay attention, I... it just, like, goes back to the detail of the game. Like there is, um, if you go into the Snowcat Mountains, you go anywhere where it's cold, but then, and you check the temperature, it'll be like 22 degrees, whatever. As soon as you walk into a house, it goes up to 60. Yeah. And I thought that was amazing that they actually pay attention to the temperature when you're in a structure, in a place. Yeah. That's quite the jump. I am. Um... <laughs> no, the fire. It's small houses. It's fine. Yeah. How's it matter what? No insulation, though. Are you really? That's what you're going to be critical about? <laughs> temperature inside hey, out. Grace, like, it's unplayable. I'm not going to finish it now. I know. I can't finish this game anymore. But I treated I treated Arthur Morgan as if I treated, like, myself, right? So I didn't bathe. Didn't I shave. I didn't take any didn't, didn't shave. Didn't shave. Didn't pomade. Yeah. I actually, like, I went and found the Arabian white horse in the mountains. I didn't take anything except for the coat that he was wearing, which was, like, a summer coat. <laughs> oh, and then no. I was like, oh, shit, I can't go back. 
I was like, I, I had a ton of food with me, though, so I was like, all right, I guess I could keep eating and drinking coffee, which is probably <laughs> what I would do anyway. <laughs> like, if I were to go in the mountains, just coffee and meat. I'm fine. Well, I remember when I, I got back to the cap, ca- uh, camp one time, and I was, like, dirty after a mission or whatever, and one of the chicks in the camp actually took me aside and was like, you're disgusting. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, they actually, like, the people in the camp will realize that you're being gross. Like, that's really, <laughs> that's awesome. it's crazy I, I made a point every morning no matter what town i was in or how far i was to actually take a hot bath mm. yeah like, I, i'd wake up after like i'd wake up after sleep after i save i go take a hot bath and i get myself all nice and pomade a nice shave i'm like yeah good to go time to rob people You're and it was cool too that if, if you come back after a hunt so so a, after you hunt you know like you, you put the animal on your horse yeah. and all that blood and stuff gets on on arthur morgan so mm-hmm. if you jump into any body of water just wade into it that blood will wash off yeah no shit yeah, yeah, but, because, water? yeah but because I, yeah. I noticed that if you go into town like characters will interact and say oh what have you been up to because they'll see the blood yeah. on arthur morgan and they'll be like oh what's and every time you go into it i notice oh wow they're actually noticing that there's blood i'm like oh it's from this animal that I just hunted and killed. But if yeah, you wade into water, so it'll wash off of you, and you won't get yeah, those. Yeah, you'll comments. see like the red in the water. Yeah, too. I thought yeah. that was no awesome. Way. I was like, so damn, cool. they put so much yeah. detail in this game. Well, yeah, they comment all the time too on like the different animal pelts, like the legendary outfits that you get. You know, for like the legendary mm. bear and everything. They're like, oh, that's an interesting hat that you're wearing. Yeah, or when you're walking around with like a really nice horse, like the what the White Arabian, like you're just walking around, and someone's like, mm, "That's a fine horse, Mister." <laughs> like, that's great. What did you find? What did you what did what did you guys find yourself doing most in this game? Was it hunting? Was it sharpshooting? Was it just running around, petting the dogs? I mean, sixty yeah. hours. I saw <laughs> I saw on Twitter. Uh, somebody on Twitter put um, me playing Red Dead yeah. for six hours, and it's just a GIF on loop of just him petting the dog for two seconds, and this is going like this. <laughs> like me (laughs) no i think the thing that i do the most is try to hunt um because there's so many species of animals that you can get and i'm Mm. just curious now at this point like which ones haven't i gotten yeah because i feel like i already have a lot and then i look and i'm only like one third of the way through the whole thing and it's nuts (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know how much more you can pack in there i've been mainly hunting uh like the legendary animals but i can't like I'm, i'm not finished with the game i'm not like I'm at a certain point where I can't find any other legendary animals until I progress with the actual story, um, which means I'm probably going to get like a new weapon or something like that because those unlock as you mm. progress. Um, so I was looking for like the gator for probably like 12 hours, and like I got so many like perfect gator pelts because it just takes one hit in the hit and basically in the eye. And uh, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just go bring this to the guy and add that to the the pile, and I'll go back and look for more. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, a lot of time has gone by. Um, I don't want to like just go backtrack in the game, so I'm just gonna save it here. And I'm like, oh, that was like you know five hours of me yeah. looking for something. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get, I gotta get a different hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. But, but yeah, as as you progress, you come across like uh, certain missions, and a lot of them are really fun. Like like yeah. the, the the main quest and and the side quest and the side quest stuff are fun too. They have great dialogue. You go off into these random little adventures. And uh, my one of my favorite missions was uh, where you um, you're taking over a train and it has uh, you're hopping on and off a, a horse. So it's like you hopping on a horse, hop, hopping back on. You're going to a different part of the train, hopping on, and then there's like a Gatling gun at a part of the train. And it's it's so good too because like the, the music and I love the music in in Red Dead. It's so damn 
good. It's mm-hmm. like this high energy, like like modernish Western because it's got like guitars in it and stuff. And, and and at one point, like just like like screaming at Arthur to get on the gun because there's this gang that's coming on both sides. Like hop in the gun, Arthur, let's go! And you're like, all right. And you start spooling it up and you just start. I'm like, oh my god! You're just mowing down guys and horses. I'm just like, oh no! I'm sorry, horse. Yeah. Were you with that guy? So fuck you. The music learned out. It's so much fun. Some of these missions. I do feel bad every time I blast a horse accidentally. I'm like, I know. Me too. So. Uh, when I first started the game, probably in chapter two, I'm in Valentine, and a bunch of Driscoll started shit with me. Driscoll. So I was like, I was like, oh, oh yeah, great. But I accidentally did the hip, the the hip draw, pretty much, and fired from the hip. Didn't hit the Driscolls, but I hit a fucking horse next to him, so the horse no. falls over. Oh. I feel sad, but then there's a witness to animal cruelty. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me. So then yep. he runs over, gets a cop. Now the cops are firing at me with the Driscolls, and for some reason, like. It's fun to fuck with cops in GTA, but it's no. not fun at all in this. Yeah. It's a mess. Like they are so fearful. messy. So I I killed two cops and then I had a $250 bounty on my head in Valentine Ooh. in that area for like Oh my god. Ever. The same there's like a similar thing happened to me where I don't remember how I got this huge bounty, but it just escalated really quickly and all of a sudden it's $350 and I'm on chapter 1 and yep. I'm just like how do I get this money? Like what the <laughs> oh, that's, when you, that's when you break out um what's his face there? The blonde yeah. guy. Yeah. Micah. Yeah, Micah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, that was a mess. I actually had gold bars uh, like pretty early in the game, nice. so I was like, I don't give a shit if I have a three hundred and fifty dollar bounty. I'm two, I have two thousand dollars. Like I just like went right to the yeah. transaction and paid it. You found that like, um, okay. that map, didn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I uh yep. there's I tons too. There, there's tons. There's there's like there's like weird puzzles and shit. There's 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 like weird puzzles. There's a down train that has about I think like like five k in it in gold. Something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a ton of treasure maps, and like, there's one that's like really interesting. Like, you go into this cave, and there's like these like Greek sculptures. It's nuts. Hmm. That's the one I found. Oh yeah, yeah, it's right after the ba- legendary bear mission. Like when you go hunting with um, oh god, what's his name too? Uh, Hosea. Hosea. Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, you go hunting with him, and I was just like exploring, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, this like little thing here, and I go in, I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, what kind of what kind of Assassin's Creed thing is this? Yeah, you that's what, what I mean? it reminded yeah. me of. Yeah. Assassin's Creed right off the bat. And so like I'm going through, and like I'm touching the stones and everything, and all of a sudden something else opens. I was like, okay, I'll I'll put my hand inside, <laughs> and I was handsomely rewarded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Did any of you guys find like the dead hanging body next to Valentine? Yeah, what are you supposed to do with that? It's, I keep going by it. It's still there. <laughs> so, okay. So you go up to it um, and you have to use like your, your hunting sense to find like the look at the blood trail. The blood trail goes up to the body and arches to the left, like underneath it. And the guy's head is stuck into a post pretty much oh. with like a sheet, like a <gasps> roll of paper, like in his mouth. You uh... take the roll of paper out and it gives you a map to the next body. Um, Oh, weird. You have to find the next yeah, body, and, it's, and it basically says, like, find my work or view my work or some crap like that. Mm. Mm. So you have to use the map to find the next body, and you're just literally following a trail of bodies to figure out what's going on. <laughs> it's like Hannibal okay. um, Lecter in the woods. Right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> find me, yeah. Kirby's. There's two creepy things that happened to me that I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And I was playing at, like, one in the morning. Uh, one of them was I saw a hanging body, and I went to, like, shoot it down and inspect it and, like, probably loot it because that's mm. what I do. Um and all of a sudden, all these night people came out and started attacking Ooh. you. Like, all these, like, all these swamp people, right? Uh, and they just started, like, hitting me with knives and everything like that. And I, like, freaked out and shot them all. The other thing is you 
it's near like the pig farmers. I don't know if you guys did that mission at all. It's a side mission. They like get you drunk. They like steal all your money. No. And you have to like go back in and kill them. It's fucking amazing. It's called Aberdeen Pig Farm. Go to there. Play that mission. It's so worth it. It's so satisfying. But there's this place just north of it, and it's like a an empty house. It was a cult, a cultist house basically. Mm-hmm. And you go inside, and you like look at a map. You read something that says "Come back at like two a.m. or something like that." You come back at two a.m. Fucking UFO shows up. Fuck oh, no. I heard there was a UFO in this game. You're ki- there's dude. Two. There's two. Oh. No, that's no. Rockstar being Rockstar. Yeah. They have all these like, like yeah. creepy ass like stuff in their games. I love it. And I'm dude, sitting there playing, and I'm like, man, holy shit. Yeah, dude. So, it, yeah, I played it, and then, like, I kind of, like, put the game down for a second. I, like, look behind me because I'm expecting something to stand right behind me. <laughs> dude, I hate that then, feeling, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I kept playing. I, I mean, did y'all find the KKK, too? I had no. They're yeah. in this game? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. They're in, yes, they're in the this KKK's game. You the game. find them in the woods. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. you can, like, kill the fuck out of them, and it will, will not affect your honor rate. Wow. <laughs> or I guess if you don't, because I, I think they all either run off or they all set themselves on fire. Like, depends on what happens. But they're basically doing, like, an initiation or something oh, and burning Jesus. a cross in the woods. Wow. And just, Dude, they I don't like, notice you. You just go up to it and just kind of watch what happens. <laughs> I, like, beelined it. I looked up specifically how to get dynamite just so I can toss dynamite into the middle of them when I find yeah. it. Like, yeah. I specifically want to do that. That'll be satisfying. I know. <laughs> God. Yeah, I love all of these different like like aside things in this game like that. Like uh, I ran into like I got the the semi automatic shotgun early because I was just coming down from somewhere and I uh, and I saw smoke and whenever you see smoke, you know there's a camp and you can go rob somebody, which is what I was. I went bad. And uh, I go over there and there's there's a cabin. <laughs> I go in and this old lady's like, oh, it's you. Yeah, yeah. D- d- go in the basement. The delivery's down there. Well, what are you waiting for? Go in the delivery. And I was like, what? Uh, okay, so I just like RPG slowly walked like past her down in the basement, and it's like semi-automatic shotgun. I was like, what? And she's like, hey, she, she was like, hey, what are you doing back there? Hey, I'm gonna tell my boys. And I was like, no, you won't, old lady. And then I, t- I, oh <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I, I, t- I took care of her. Like I, I, I was playing the game, playing the game. I ended up later on in the game, uh, and they ended up back there. And I was and and it was weird because I, I ended up back there and I forgot about the guy. I was like, oh, this is where I got the semantic shock and all. Oh, wonder if anything's back in here or if there's any stuff. And uh, my character starts slow walking up to it, and I was like, what's happening? He slowly walks up to the cabin. The door bursts open. They're like, hey, you killed our mom. I was like, what? Wow. She's talking about. And they're like, get him. And then and then like and then like dead eye kicks in and you're like. Poof. I was like, yes, you're all dead. Pow, 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 pow. I was like, whoa, that's so dope. I had here's a, no here's a good idea. question that we think about. Um, what's your alignment in this compared to the original Red Dead Redemption? I'm always the same. Think, yeah, I'm always both evil. I'm always, I'm, evil. I'm always balancing stuff. Oh, I always do honorable. You always do honorable? honorable? Really? Yeah. Because yeah. like, you're, you're evil in real life. This is a challenge for you to be honorable. <laughs> <laughs> and like Red, in the original Red Dead, I was very like, Super honorable, like <laughs> Marty McFly in Back to Future Three. Good top of the morning, Mister Eastwood. How you doing, Mister Eastwood? Yeah. In this one, I'm like right in the middle. The only rule I have is I won't kill anyone that doesn't need to be shot, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. So I'll get good honor, and then I'll just do something that just brings me right back down to the middle. So yeah. I mean, most of the time I'm just walking in the city and I accidentally bump into some of my horse, and my honor's yeah. all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that. It's like, I do. like God. <laughs> The best thing is that if you go like totally sour, right? You're completely evil. You just have to fish and let go fish for like I don't know thirty minutes, and then you'll be like all your brownie points will be all the way. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. If you just let fish go, you're going to be fine. You're going to be totally honorable. That sounds so boring. Yeah. You get better horses and you get better deals on horses if you have a better honor rating. Yeah. One of my boys, I don't know if you guys do this, but he's like completely evil to the point where even in his camp, he fucks with people. So in camp, they don't like him. They're like, oh, it's fuck you, Arthur Morgan, pretty much. That's awesome. How do you fuck with people in your camp? I tried for a little bit. You can call them out. You can antagonize them. You cannot give any money to like the... Mm -hmm. To like the safe yeah. box. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you guys prefer Arthur Morgan or John Marston? This is John. tough. Mm-hmm. John Marston. I prefer 100%. Arthur. I kind of like Arthur. Y- even though they tried to make John look like a little bitch in this game, they, they, they did. They, they they totally they totally cut John Marston yeah, in this did. game. Like they made they made if you notice they made Arthur Morgan like really really tough because you're like we have to make this game really good. This new guy has to be better than John Marston, or else people are gonna say, oh John Marston was better. Oh this guy's piece whatever. So Arthur's always ordering around John. He's always saving John, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, but like like playing through the, the full game, like I would say like it, it's it's tough because Arthur you get to like him, you know he's a really likable guy especially when you see that he's not all bad and he he knows that he's a bastard and a scoundrel but he's like we have some rules and codes you know like he'll save the ladies that need saving who like people that needs to be liked there's a mission where you get into a hot air balloon with this guy <laughs> the Otter Balloon. That, that mission what? was great. Yeah, there's a guy who's like. A, I just did that one. That, that, <laughs> yeah. The guy's great. He's like an old time fashion. Oh, it's a balloonist. You all right? Sidney <laughs> <laughs> Adler, Adler introduced you to this balloon guy because uh, John Marston gets, gets into some trouble. He gets put into a penitentiary and he's out in the field somewhere. So you got to go find John. You got to go over to this island where this, this this jail is pretty much. So this guy's like, oh, you're such a balloonist. Yeah, Sadie told me you're such a balloonist. It's great. And, and uh, Arthur Morgan's like, Sadie, aren't you joining us? And the guy's just like, oh, no, women can't go up in a hot air balloon. It, it, Tens with uh, destiny with their lady parts. I was like, "What?" That's weird. <laughs> yeah. He says that like too. They're too um, like not sensitive, but like the way that he put it is really odd. It's like, oh, their feminine parts will get all like dissolved. Or yeah. Something like that. It was, it was yeah. Like, and it's, Arthur's it's, just kind of like, yeah. Okay. As if she went up there, like, her okay, whole, like, like her, all her lady parts would explode or something. I was like, that's yeah, really something. weird. Interesting. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you go on a mission with this guy, and then uh, you know you, you get really close to the jail. Like you, you, you find John. The guy's like, "Oh no, I didn't sign up for this." And he's just like, "Well, this is what we're doing, so let's get going." And they're like, "Hey, you guys up there!" Start shooting at him, and then the, the guy eventually he, he gets killed. And uh, and Arthur Arthur Murray is just like, "Oh man, you dragged us all to this, and that poor bastard. I kind of liked him." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, I like Arthur Morgan. It's great. <laughs> like that poor bastard. <laughs> and that's yeah, the I thing. Like it's him. like like John Marston was very cool. Yeah. Mm. Arthur Morgan's like aggressive, kind of like um. Yeah. Whoa. God, what's his name from Grand Theft Auto Five? Like the what? The Hick. I don't know. Oh, Trevor. 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 No, he's like, not. Trevor Arthur. Arthur's not Trevor. Character. No. No. Mike Trevor is Trevor. Is Trevor. Yeah. No, no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Trevor should not have been a likable character, but he was very likable because of how aggressive and stupid shit he would do. Um. I I would say Arthur like. Sawyer from Lost is like the most close Ooh, to Arthur. That's good. Like, oh, there wow. were certain lines that's he good. delivered, and I was like, "Is that Josh Holloway behind there? What are you doing back there?" <laughs> well, he sounded like Sling Blade. He sounded like Billy Bob Thornton. He was like, "Hey there, how are you? I'm fine. Everything's good. I'm good, dumbass. <laughs> now, Should have had the wolves eat both your brains." <laughs> now, now, how did you guys outfit your Arthur Morgan? You, t- you take him to to the shop shop and get him all done up. Oh, no, what do you look like? Oh, oh yeah. no. My guy's got the long hair. He's got... So, the first thing I did is, like, shaved him to look like Old Man Logan. That was the very first thing nice. I did. I did the and same I got, thing. He had the short oh my hair. God. And then after a while, I bought the hair tonic. So, I grew out his beard really long. And then I played it like I 
ended up trimming it down to like a five o'clock shadow and get the long slicked back kind of hair. And he's got the long black coat and black pants. He's like the outlaw look is what I went. John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> I, went, I, I, went with, I went with John Wick? Western John Wick. <laughs> what about you, That's Emily? what I went with. I gave mine the, uh, I, I kept like the Wolverine like mutton chops. Well, the first thing I did was I shaved him completely like clean shaven because I wanted to see how long it takes his hair to yeah. grow back. Um, after I did that, though, I gave him like the whole like just Logan mutton chops, short hair, kind of like part in the middle, stuff yeah. like that. He kept his original hat, a man that likes hats, so his original hat's still the same. Yeah. Um, red leather jacket, brown boots, all his leather, all his bandoliers, all his like everything's brown pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, black shirt, and I think like a black bandana for like the face mask. Nice. Or you, Emily? Um, so I have him looking as close to George Clooney as I possibly can. <laughs> George Clooney? So, except without the gray hair, but I have like a good like, you know, trimmed beard, got the hair slicked back like medium length, like he's looking he's looking pretty good. Wait, wait, you wait, know? Why, why, why George Clooney? Is that what does it for you, George Clooney? No, I was I was kidding. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing. I thought of you dapper never know. older man. That's what came up. I don't know. Um, but no, he just has like a leather jacket on and, um, what I'm trying to do is try to get as many of the outfits from the trapper as I can. Yeah. So nice. I'll keep nice. it pretty basic until mm. I can actually get like the legendary animals, get all the perfect skins. So, yeah. awesome. um, I, mo- I think mostly what I've done so far is I've done more for the horse than I have mm. for him. So I have, like, <laughs> those, the tricked out saddles and like the, hey. the alligator and the boar saddles and got those all set up for him. So Ooh, the alligator saddles Woo, out here. I'm really excited. Cause I was out in the wild, just like looking for stuff and I found like a pure blue horse like I don't know if it's stats are good or anything but he's hmm. like he's so like that black mm. blue that he like glows blue oh, in the day yeah. so that's cool what? that's yeah I that's was like I badass. went for that and then I just gave him John, um, Arthur a haircut and that was about yeah. it <laughs> I, I love feel like I'm treating these horses so good Arthur Brown who gives a shit now what's the most despicable thing you've done I punched a horse by accident <laughs> That's pretty bad. I was I I kept on pressing the punch it's button like saddles, for dude. action yeah. to do things because I, I was playing some game oh. where that's the case. <laughs> so instead of pressing triangle to mount the horse, I pressed what was it, circle or square, circle. and uh, then I was, it punched it, and the horse immediately kicked me back, and I hit I hit a weird <laughs> physics bug, so that I went further than I should have, and I almost died. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. Um, I think probably the most despicable thing that I've done is that in Valentine, there's that um, the guy that owns the gun store and he's keeping um, somebody in his basement. Oh, yeah. Um, So I tried to rescue the kid and both me and my boyfriend did this. So I don't know if it's just like a a glitch or if you guys did it correctly. But I went to go shoot his shackles and I just shot him right in the Achilles. Oh, no. I shot. And I went through the whole thing, like saved him, killed the other guy. Looks so good. Then I just shoot him dead. I just take all of his. Stuff. I feel like that was the worst one. He's begging me. I feel bad. I know. He's Valentine's in like a diaper and stuff. Valentine's a fucked up place. There's a lot of these little, yeah. little like yeah. back yeah. room missions and things. Like the, yeah, that one the was medis- like The medicine, like uh, the pharmacy has shit like that also. Yeah. Yeah. I tr- I'm trying to figure that out right now. I still haven't. I don't know how to pick locks in the game either. Like I have the kit and I'm trying so, to like break into that thing. But So the, the trick with that is you have to, how I figured it out was you have to... Save people who are you either a have to go to the back of the pharmacy, knock on the door, and then you go into like you go into the pharmacy and you go to rob it, but you tell him open up the open up the speakeasy door. I want to rob what's back there. Oh, um, the other way would be you. You know how when you're driving, you're riding around. There's people that are be caught, that are caught as bounties. 
Yeah. And you, you can go save them or let's let them go. Mm-hmm. If you save them, they'll give you shit like that, like how to get in there. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So I enough. saved this one guy from the back of a horse, killed a guy, killed like the bounty hunters, and he tells me, hey, I can't repay you. However, in Valentine, back to the doctor's office, yada, 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 and then uh, that's how I got in there. Cool. When you go in there, though, go go strapped. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Go, it's right. shotgun strapped. It's a small area, and there's a lot. Just make sure you have your <laughs> Something. All right. Yeah, there's a lot, and then escaping, there's a lot. So, something okay. I like to do is make people think they're free and running away until they say something really snide like I'm going to tell everyone about this I'll wait until you hear it I go oh really boom <laughs> not with a tomahawk yeah. in your skull you're not that was, <laughs> that was um, what was it his his girlfriend that's not his girlfriend's father sells like her, the family broche and then you have to like go get it back and and I got oh, it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and then yeah, like, that, that pawn shop guy was like, wait until everyone hears about this. And I was like, okay. And I was really just going to let him run <laughs> off. And I just killed him in the swamp. It was great. Hmm. Or getting some random people and just like lassoing him up and then bring him into the middle of the woods and just seeing what they do. I love how dark and hilarious it is at all at the same time. Just, yeah, it's just dark, but you're not woods. actually murdering them. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, fine, just go away. And then all of a sudden... You know what's great, too? Like, you, you can tie them up and bring them into the swamp and have the alligators happen. Yeah. Like, that yep. shit. If you haven't done that, yeah. that's... You can do that's that. that. Yeah. 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 Try that oh, out. Wow. Besides. Have fun, kids. You don't, you don't have to break your rule of not killing, but you don't have to save them either. Exactly. Work for that, <laughs> man. that man. Yeah. And the alligators are just like, ooh. Like, the immediately are just like, hey, let's go. And you're like, what? This came out of everything. And then, and, and then the alligator turns around and goes, man, you have to take a shower. He's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite scene in this entire game, though, was um, the mission where you have to take Lenny out for drinks. Yeah. yeah. Lenny, my boy. Absolutely plastered. So good. And yeah, just walking around. Lenny. Lenny, my boy. Lenny. Everyone looks like Lenny. Every, yeah, everybody turns into Lenny, and then you got to walk up. Lenny. And then, like, one of them's like, Yannel. And it's, like, all backwards. And then it just flips to their actual face, and you're just like, all right, I don't know what the fuck's going I, on. I love that mission. Like, that whole montage of them drink, And then you find them, and they drink some more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, where'd you go again Lenny and then you black and out and wake up me alive. I love that you're not taking me alive I, I know it's a game but I know it's a video game but I was impressed that he actually ran drunk in yeah. the dark back to camp like, yeah. Yeah. Back to camp. I know <laughs> I can barely make it to bed when I'm that hammered fuck dude I love when the lawmen recover you never take me alive law boy so like, yes run run, 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 run. <laughs> And then oh, the next day, Lenny's around. just sitting there like, hey, you want to play that game where you stab around your hand? Like, nothing <laughs> happened. You're like, what happened? Where'd I think I talked mission? to him after at the camp, and he was like, that was one, one night we had, huh, Morgan? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah, some night. One of my favorite missions, it's not even the mission, it's the aftermath, is when you save um, Sean McGuire from Blackwater. When mm-hmm. you break him out, yeah, the, like the yeah, young yeah. Irish kid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That night, when you go back to the um, your camp, they're all like, "I was going to do a, a mission with John Marston." When you go back, they're partying up. Dutch is like, "Let's not do anything. Let's just party and have fun for once." Oh yeah, and it's wonderful because everyone's drinking. They're sitting by the campfire. They're singing songs. You can sit down and sing songs with them. And it felt like when I used to go camping, just a bunch of drunken assholes in the woods. Sitting down and drink and like just singing songs. It was a wonderful, wonderful part of the game. Yeah, I wonderful. didn't join them. This, this, I chose this, this, not to. I said I'll be up here by myself. <laughs> I am the night. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, this, this, this game's pretty wonderful, and a part, a part of it is uh, this crazy, like, 60-hour story. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's a lot to get it's through, and game. it's easy to get wonderfully lost doing all these other different activities. And, and at one point, I was like, all right, I have to stay on point beat this kid but like as soon as you go from one mission to another someone's like oh help me over here i can give you something i'm like oh damn it you bitch <laughs> <laughs> and you go help someone and they give you like like something great like hey i know where there's their homestead and they have like like rifles and stuff there i'm like damn it you go to that yep. homestead you get like a new rifle and you're like oh yes great uh now time to take it to the gunsmith and get it all gold out because that's what i did i was like oh yeah. man <laughs> but uh but yeah the, 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 the story is uh is long mm. and uh and it's interesting but at, at certain points it, it kind of kind of teeters off i mean you're at first it's all about like like you know pleasing dutch and and just you know keeping your loyalty to him and the gang and trying to get through from day to day because they're just trying to be free men and women out there in the west but since civilized society is coming up everywhere all these towns are popping up there's a lot of lawmen in each one of them you can't really go around thieving and doing whatever you want anymore and a part of that is just maybe going into a town getting drunk like arthur morgan did with lenny and the law came <laughs> saying hey you can't do that anymore and they're like no no what are you talking about you gonna take me alive and they realized that their way of life was was coming to an end so it's kind of sad but at the same time like that's that's progress and, and a part of progress was uh, get through this story, which which um, at certain points got a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a part where you, you go to like Cuba because you're escaping like a really, really bad heist. Like every heist, Dutch is like, this is the last. This is the last. And each one of them like ramps up even more. Right. We're going to rob this stagecoach. We're going to rob this trolley. We're going to rob this bank. We're going to rob this bank in this really, really like developed town <laughs> for the <laughs> West. And and that goes awry. And some people go missing and stuff like that. But um hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the Cuban mission was was interesting. Uh, you ended yeah, up. Yeah, I kind of like, just wanted to get through that as soon as possible. Same. So I could just go back to going around the map again. I, I hate <laughs> that you didn't have any of your any of your stuff, so you were like like blank, like a blank slate, and the law oh, was weird. everywhere looking for you. It was nuts. And then you eventually get back to the mainland. You meet up with everybody. And there's like a whole bunch of stuff and things happening. And uh, you know you get towards the, the 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 climax of it all, and and it gets gets pretty hairy where you find out that the Pinkertons and then like everybody Cornwall, all these people descending upon the group, and you find out that uh, someone inside the group is diming you out to Johnny Law. There. It's Dutch. It's got to be Dutch. Just a, it's Dutch. Tell me, it's Dutch. I fucking hate Dutch. It was Micah. <laughs> it was Micah all along. Oh, fuck that guy too. Oh, yeah. Of course, not he's a shit. <laughs> I love how Micah's always pushing his buttons yeah. throughout this entire thing. You know, yeah. it's just calling, well, slow down there, cowpoke. Oh, whatever, old guy. And he's just like, what? And every time Arthur Morgan is gangster, he's like, what'd you say? You best mind that mouth, boy. <laughs> I love it. He's so gangster. He's not afraid to be like, you better watch your mouth, boy. I've been on these wests, whatever. Um, but yeah, towards, towards the end of the game, you you come into a confrontation where it's just, you're, you've got to get out. Like, this life, this way, Dutch is just going crazy. Dutch starts unraveling. Mm. And yeah. he starts uh, get, getting crazy. He's like, "We got to do more missions. We got to do more jobs." And Arthur is like, "When is this going to end, Dutch?" Like, I, I feel, feel like the Punisher. When's it going to stop, Red? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here, Red? <laughs> but that's like Red. the big thing of the game, too. You think you're done when you get to all of that, and then they have an epilogue. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, oh, it's nuts. And then I, it's I, like, here's some couple more hours of game. Even and, and there, even, so. even even before that, because I'll get to that in a second. Even before that, like uh, uh, Dutch keeps trying to do more and more jobs, and and, and Mike is like, "Yeah, Arthur, you're uh, you're not looking too well." And it turns out uh, Arthur Morgan has tuberculosis. You know, it oh. comes down with all black lung, and we know back then that's mm. that's death. There's there's no cure for that. 
you know, I don't know. I think there's a cure for it now. Right? Yeah, it's called aliens, um, and they're in the game. Maybe there's no <laughs> alien. You know, because Dutch is all about like loyalty. Like you can do whatever, but he's just like, oh, are you questioning me, Arthur? Because Arthur keeps questioning him more and more. He's like Arthur, with these questions, you know. And in uh, and, and at one point, Arthur's just like, you know, Dutch. I just, you know, sometimes we we got to realize that things aren't going the way we see. Where we got to cut some people loose. I mean, this life isn't for the rest of them. And look at John; he's got a family. And he's just like, what are you saying? I mean, I think you got to let him go, lead his life. And he goes, oh, really? He goes, yeah, I, I I'd have to insist. And Dutch is just like, you insist, huh? And you're like, oh shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, and you hear Dutch murmuring, he insists, huh? <laughs> you insist. <laughs> and then uh, Micah becomes the right-hand man. He's just like, hey, man, hey there, Black Lung. You, uh, what are you trying to do here? What are you doing behind Dutch's back? And he's like, I was talking to the Pinkerton. And he said, you were giving us up. And Dutch is like, what? Really? And he's like, Micah's just like, Dutch, he's gone crazy. Look at him. He's not in his right mind. He's dying. And he's just like, no, I talked to the Pinkerton. that keeps coming after us. And you sold us out, Micah. And you have this whole crazy thing happen where Dutch doesn't know who to trust. He doesn't care anymore. He just wants to make money and he wants to leave his own life. And he just turns his guns on everybody. And the Pinkertons come after everyone. And it turns into a crazy bloodbath. Arthur starts running off. He tells John to freaking run with his wife. You know, mm. and you have a choice of uh, you can run with John to help him get off his new life or go back for the money you've all stolen and, and, and hoarded together that only Dutch knows where it is, but then uh, John Marshall's wife knows where it is, so you find it out. And me personally, I was like, hmm, I'm going back for that money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can help John, but I know that in Red Dead Redemption, because this, is, this, is, this game is a prequel, right. that Arthur Morgan is not there, so I'm like, screw it, let's see what happens, go back for the money. You know, and you get into confrontation with Micah, and, and Micah kills Arthur Morgan. And I was just like, oh, damn. Well, there's That's different nice. endings, too, right? Depending what you do. I don't know what they are. Yeah, just, well, yeah, yeah, this is the ending that, that, that I was yeah. going through. And then, uh, you know, and like Emily said, you have an epilogue where, where you play as John Marston. You, it's pretty much like starting off Red Dead Redemption, which I thought was really damn cool. I was like, oh, I'm John Marston now. The epilogue is long, too. Shit. Well, that's, that's <laughs> that like, is long too. That's wow. one of the cool things about like Red, Red, the first Red Dead Redemption, right? Is like after John Marston dies, that's not the end of the game, is he plays his son. Yeah. And right. Even think what you will about how much of a shithead his son is. Like that's. I was gonna say he's annoying as hell in this game. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's, a, he's a little nerd. He wants to read his little books yeah. about Lancelot and. I'm gonna make my mom a flower <laughs> necklace. The like, flower yeah, necklace. he was like, I'll, I'll pick flowers in the field for mama and read my books about knights and Lancelot and nerd. I do love that part too when uh, Arthur takes yeah. him out fishing and he gets back and he's like, I don't know why you didn't take him out fishing. He's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good so boy. Good. Just antagonizes That's a him. Good boy. Yeah. But, but yeah, and then it all it all culminates to uh, you know you being this farmhand with 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 a different name, Jim Milton, and your wife is being a huge like like like, like Emily. What do you think of of his wife just always just getting down on him? But like Arthur, I mean, it, it, he only knows how to live a certain way. John Marston, you know, he only knows how to be a rough tough cowboy. He doesn't know how to be a farmhand or any of that stuff. Um, I think the most annoying thing about Abigail is hearing her say, where is my son? <laughs> like every five <laughs> seconds. Because that's where one part of the game when they, um, the, who is it? The, um, I can't remember the guy who takes It was like the Italians the that take him. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, Italian yeah. dude or something takes him. Bronte. And that's. Jose, no. <laughs> yeah, Bronte, yeah. Yeah, Bronte um, takes him. For literally the whole time, she's like, where is my son? Where's my son? <laughs> and then just, I lost. Um, yeah. I kind of lost it for Abigail there, but. 
Um, I mean, the thing that I found weird about Abigail, she was always, like, running with Dutch and was always okay with it, but then as soon as, you know, he has, John has to go find his own life and, like, make up for him, she immediately is like, you're not doing enough, you're not trying hard enough, like, I, we need our own place, like, immediately after they escape. Like, Hmm. they have no money, he has to work hard, he's getting annoyed because he's used to just having money super quick all the time, so that's not a life that he was, like, born into, so... Hmm. Um, I think she could have been a little bit easier on it. Um, yeah, because he's literally shoveling. <laughs> he's literally shoveling crap on a farm, being a farmer to try to get honest work because that's what his wife wants. And she's just like, "What are you doing, John?" Like every day, like, "What are you doing, yeah. John?" Like, we need our oh. own stuff, John. And it's just like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna shoot her." <laughs> I'm yeah. going to shoot her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fortunately, yeah, she but eventually last much in the first game, if I or the, yeah, the first game, if I remember correctly, right? Doesn't right. she die? No, um, she really? lives. I thought she died. Yeah, what's up? I, I play a free play uh, game then. It's it's no it's, like it's, you don't you don't see her or like his son until like the oh end you're right he just runs yeah. off of the block. yeah like, towards the end yeah right. and it's unless and it's, and it's undead nightmare, undead nightmare and then she's, and then she's <laughs> a zombie. <laughs> but it's it's nuts playing the epilogue in this game and then you're playing as John Marston getting his feet up and then you eventually start building that ranch which I thought was really cool like you start building the house that's cool and it's all brand new and everything and you start building up the ranch I was oh, like this is cool, awesome. Holy crap, this is amazing. And then eventually you build the barn. And I was like, oh, no. man, there it is. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, there it is, the fa- the barn. Fuck. Oh, man, we had his last yeah. uh, thing there. And then, you know, there, there's like a lot of time passed. And he's, he, he finds two members of the group, uh, the Native American guy and uncle. And, you know, Society Adler's like uh, do, doing her outlaw thing. She's a bounty hunter, stuff like that. And he has a farm and he has his family. And he's happy. And Sadie Adler comes back and she says, I found Micah. It's been some time, but I found Micah. And his wife is like, John, no, no, we have a life. You're going to sacrifice us. And he's like, you don't understand. I have to go do this. Like, it has to end there. And she's like, no, John. And it's just like, <laughs> like yeah, look at it. Yeah, oh, my God. When, when, when he gears up and he, he puts on, like, like the Red Dead John Marston yeah. outfit, and he's like, let's go kill this son, bitch. I was like, yeah. And the music <laughs> kicks on. You're like, fuck yeah, let's go. It's, oh, man, it gave me goosebumps. I got my, 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 my blood pumping. And, like, you're riding up into the mountains. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, yes, this music is fucking dope. And you're in, like, in the snow-capped mountains again because that's where he's hiding up and you find him. And, oh, man, it's crazy. Like, oh, there we go. Oh, John. Oh, you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and, it was, and it was so satisfying going through, like, waves of his new mob. And it's just like, like Mike, where are you, son, bitch? Come out here. <laughs> it's for the fact that, like, um, like, like you're like, uh, like Sadie starts going down. Like, the Native American guy starts going down. It's just you and Micah. And then surprise, Dutch comes out. Bah! <laughs> What's going on? And uh, really and Dutch doesn't know. Yeah, and Dutch doesn't know so who. To, he he points guns at both of them. He's just like, I don't know who to trust here. I mean, Mike is making me money now. It's been some time. It's been some years since everything went down from that bad bank robbery. And John, like, I mean, I kind of left you for dead that one time to preserve myself, you mm. know. But then uh, then Dutch makes the right choice. He shoots Micah. And uh, yeah, he shoots For Micah, once. and then and then you get to shoot the shit out of Micah, like like the, <laughs> dude, Dead Eye turns on, and you get to unload into my. It was so satisfying too, because just like Dead Eye turns on, and you're just like pa 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 in a very specific spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his knees. <Yes. laughs> 
like a typical adventure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this 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 story from start to finish, like it's interesting. The towards the middle, it kind of teeters off. You do some of the same stuff, and it's kind of monotonous. Like, okay, I'm gonna get through this. There's a lot of fetch quests that happens. A lot of sure, I'll take care of that. Sure, yeah. okay, sure. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah. god, Arthur Morgan, you don't have to take on every well, cotton picking thing. You know what I mean? It's so a stupid. lot of a lot of this game too. It just like. It should have been called like Red Dead Babysitting because everywhere I went with a mission, it was, yes. someone was with me. And I was just, it's my only complaint about the game is like, I just want to go out in the world alone and do a mission. I don't need to have someone tagging along with me the whole time. Tell me where to go and I'll do it. Just stay here. The transport times were a little bit yeah. like being forced to do it in the story mode, at least when you have to like go back to camp. Yeah just to meet Dutch or something and then go to a second location. It's like, I could have just, you could have skipped that part and I could just meet up <laughs> yeah. with him. Like, yeah. Especially because yeah. the story mode so long. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They should just like, like cut it to like going to that part. I mean, cause you have to ride back anyway from well, everything. Right. The first Red know. Dead and like, I haven't tried it in this one, but there was like, you could set up camp and you could fast travel. I remember. Yeah, there's fast traveling. It's just, it's more like when you do a mission. So say you start like a story mission, you have to, wherever you start from, that's where you start. You have to travel to the next place. Sometimes it's another place after that. Like The thing I did was put it in cinematic mode. Yes. Right. And then but then there's those accidents yeah. where yeah. someone <laughs> runs into you and then you're wanted yep. for killing like a family of like five because they just <laughs> your horse just goes over there. I know it's funny. It's ridiculous. There's some, people, there's some people who haven't found that feature. Like I've been watching some people play it and I was just like, oh, you know, you can like you can like set a waypoint or if you're on a mission story, the waypoint's already there. Or if you're going somewhere, just set a waypoint, put it in cinematic mode and then it will automatically ride. And this guy was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing? I've been playing this game like this the whole time. What? <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. But uh, yeah, this, 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 this game this game was great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, last question of the night. What do you like better? Red Dead Redemption 1 or Red Dead Redemption 2? Ooh, that's tough. Especially because I haven't played Red Dead 1 in a very long time. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and this game like it, they literally made it like bigger than than the first one on purpose. Yeah. You know, they flesh out everything and with t- today's technology and what they have available to them. But you know, the first one did had a great story. It was compelling. I mean, everybody was hyped about this game because they loved that game so much, yeah. and it was so well made. I mean, like I, when I, when I had friends who didn't play the game and they're like, "Oh, isn't that like the, that Western Grand Theft Auto thing?" I'm like, "No, it's different. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> definitely different. It's not GTA Western." Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I like the characters in the first one a lot better than this one, mostly because Dutch just ruined everything for me. I just look at it's Dutch. really just burnt. Burnt on Dutch I'm right so now. angry. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and also the the release time for the first one was a lot more strategic. I feel like because one of the the big memories I have is that summer that Red Dead One came out was really fucking hot, and I was in a room without any air conditioning, so I was just riding through the countryside, literally sweating and looking at the TV. Immersion. And it was just like four D immersion. immersion, and this one is like. <laughs> like the immersion was there in the beginning when you're in the mountains and it's like cold and I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh man, it's cold. Like, how did yeah. you on? But then like I out in the world and it's like hot and like, yeah, I don't get this. Like it's, it's losing a little bit of that magic for me. Um, Maybe you just need to move. Maybe I just need to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Like California. Yeah. <laughs> just get away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I mean, you're you're gonna, part two was released at a good spot also. Cause it's fucking cold and you start off. Right. Right. Mountains. But it yeah. ends after that. Like it's only a part of the the game. 
Well, True. depending on the, the weather, Greg, you can just go back into the mountains. I'm just going to start. I'm just going to yeah. play this game in the summer again. Or I'll just live in the mountains. And I'll, I'll level yeah. up to 100 well, That's there. the thing I think is amazing about it. It's going to have a lot of replay value. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if they are doing like most games do nowadays or releasing more DLC, which it kind of sounds like they were talking about. Um, I'm really hoping for Undead Nightmare 2 because yeah. that That'd was be super fun and especially with the online capabilities that just came out a couple days ago like that would really make it um, and I think even that like the online seems like it's going to be set up a lot better than the previous game um, yeah. I didn't personally get the deluxe but um, a couple friends of mine did so I was watching them play it um, and it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fun if you have people to play with it looks like if it's a solo yeah. thing it's not as fun, yeah. but hmm. you can like build your own posse, set up camp somewhere. Oh, you awesome. have the whole open world that you would have um, from the game, including the older map from the last game. Hell yeah! Um, not oh the wow! Not the full map, but like the parts that you can visit later yeah. on. Yeah. So, um, but you can do like robbery missions, um, time challenges, stuff like that. Sweet. So, and, and it was cool watching people like like role play like with their posse, coming up to their posse, like whoa, yeah. whoa, how's it going there, partner? Like, hey, you guys friendly? Uh, friendly as can be, there, cowboy. <laughs> like, it's so. <laughs> I love people literally who are gun out friendly as can be. Yeah. Yeah, I, saw, <laughs> can be. I saw a video on Twitter today. It was like, I don't, it, the caption was, I don't know why people gave us Red Dead Online. And it's just a bunch of people that held up in a bar just beating the <laughs> shit out of each other. It just go, it's just a circle of just everyone just throwing punches as much as they can. Oh, we got to start so it's, I have it's a, a mar- feeling a like I'm afraid about it being made by Rockstar Online because I personally could not stand GTA 5 Online. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. awful. So it was I'm kind cancer. of hoping it's a little more structured than that was because that you can't even walk out on the street someone's gonna kill you take all your money in like a second yeah, so. yeah. i just hope the character creation is a lot better like the gta 5 character creation was retarded personally like i'm not thrilled with it yeah it's it's uh, all right it's nothing you impressive. can choose basic faces not a lot of facial structures mm-hmm. not, not a lot of hair choices that yeah. kind of stuff um, and, and the thing, thing i really didn't like was was him like locking the the online um for people who bought the super mick deluxe version yeah it's like hey guess what if you guys bought the super mick deluxe version you get into the uh red dead redemption uh beta for online first everybody else suck a dick it's like what like are, like like do you have someone who works at like do you have a buddy at ea like what are you doing with that you know what i mean you give us this beautiful amazing game that has a lot of content in it and and mind you like that, that's a huge plus a lot of content that other games would compartmentalize and give to you in dlc this game has a ton yeah. of stuff to do i mean like i have friends who like you know just like kind of like some of you guys who've, who haven't even beat it because you're, you're you're enjoying doing other activities you're just loving going off and doing other stuff and they're like hey guess what but online though haha <laughs> About the Super Make Deluxe, you get in first. Everybody else, later date. Later <laughs> date, you plebs. It's like, what? And Come not on, only that, like, too. let's just open the floodgates on Friday when everybody has the weekend yeah. off and the servers are going to crash. Right. Like, exactly, yeah. Times. They're going to be on fire. You know what I mean? But yeah, other than that, like, uh, it, it looks, uh, the online looks pretty promising. Mm. And with that final thought, that is officially all the time that we have for tonight. This has been issue number 166 of the Backyard Effective Podcast. I want to take a moment and pause oh. and go ahead and thank our lovely guest, Emily, for hanging out with us tonight. Oh, oh yeah. Jason. Uh, Jason <laughs> no is not lovely. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a guest He's now, a guest. though, I feel like, because I haven't been on in so long. <laughs> uh, Emily, remind all the, all the lovely people where they can find you. At yeah. Emily, G-A-R-D-N-E-R-X on Instagram. 
Um, and I have a website, egardnerart.com, if you want to yeah, go there. Absolutely. Everyone do all that thing. And while you're on the internet looking up all of Emily's wonderful work, you can go ahead and remember to go ahead and give us a follow on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, mm. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and yeah. wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Uh, go ahead and give us a like, give us a rating, give us a follow, give us a whatever the button in the upper right-hand corner is at that particular site or lower left-hand corner, wherever it is. Um, and let us know how much you love us. We super appreciate it. Remember, we do this live most Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv forward slash badcardyfunky. Um, until next time, we'll see you then. We'll see you another time. Bye, partner. Bye. Good night. <laughs>